All right, quick reminder, we're kicking off a free fuel fill-up all month long at 8.20 in the morning and 4.20 in the afternoon. You can win $100 in free fuel. So we'll give the first gas away coming up at 8.20 this morning. In the meantime, news is brought to you by Zero Rest. I love that. Thank thank you for that heads up. Oh, thank man. you, Zero Rest, for being part of this news broadcast that includes this here story wrapping up the Jimmy Butler, Miami Heat player, superstar, NBA superstar Jimmy Butler, and his love for country music. He'll be playing in the NBA Finals tonight. I mentioned that he had done an interview where they asked him about where he fell in love with country music. And I found a portion of it. Okay. So I'm going to play it for you. Again, this is his NBA superstar. who will be playing tonight for the Miami Heat if you're looking for a team to cheer for. Diehard country music fan Jimmy Butler. Before the game, everybody was listening to those, like the Beach by Dre at that point in time. They weren't wireless. They had that thick cord, and they were just like obnoxiously loud. And they wouldn't put them on the ear. They would like put them right here, and you could hear it. So it was like Lil Wayne coming from one of my teammates, Young Jeezy, Wiz Khalifa. And so I was like, why don't y'all turn that down? Like, what's the point of having on headphones if you're not going to have them on your head? And they were like, no, don't worry about it, man. Worry about what's coming out of your headphones. So I said, okay. We win the game. After the game, I go home, and I, I Google what's the most country song there is and it's like three <laughs> popped up but the one that I saw first was um, Tim McGraw Don't Take the Girl and so I download it and I go into um, the next game and I have my headphones like that and that's what I'm blaring and they were like yo no you can't listen to that turn it down and I said no you listen to what's in your headphones I'm gonna listen to what's in mine and then I actually started to <laughs> listen to the lyrics in the song and I was like wow you liked it <laughs> Poor guy. And then it just took off, and now I'm, I'm a huge fan. Um, I'm actually, you know, working on a country music album now. There's a lot to break down That's here. That's hilarious. There's a lot to break down here. The the poor guy is maybe the biggest understatement. <laughs> From Don't Take the Girl? Maybe the biggest understatement in the history of country music listening. Just a good old, ah, poor guy. Poor guy. I, I mean, I that listen is to right. the song like, wow. Oh man! It definitely is a poor guy song. Just yeah. maybe a little more than just yeah, just poor. Kind of undersold it a little. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing I found interesting is well, two other things I found interesting. One, he's working on a country music album, which of course is just something that it's not like he's going to be a country superstar. No, but he wants to try something. It will work if every song is a collaboration with a big star. That's what he would have to do, yeah. Which he could do. He could do a song with Morgan Wallen, with Luke Bryan, yeah. with Luke Combs. Everyone would want to help him record a song. So funny. And and I, apparently he's a big Nashville guy. I, he, I guess he just loves the country music scene, everything about it, which I love to hear. What I found interesting that he said, though, he went home and Googled what's the most country song out there. I think he said, what's the most country song there is? Why don't y'all turn that down? Like, <laughs> what's the point of having on headphones if you're not gonna have them on your head? And they were like, "No, don't worry about it, man. Worry about what's coming out of your headphones." So I said, "Okay, we win the game." After the game, I go home and I I Google what's the most country song there is. A great question. What's the most country song there is? I just put it into Google. <laughs> and for him at the time when he did this in the early 2000s, yeah. that was. Like he said there was like three songs, and yeah. one of them was Don't Take the Girl. Yeah. What did you find? Which is funny because uh, for also on that song, it's it's a hilarious joke, right? You go you go find a song you know that they will hate, and you're going to play it very loud. That's, That's a very great. funny joke. It's great. But then 
it kind of lends it to a kind of person he is by he listened to the lyrics. Like, why didn't he just play the joke too and hate it? It's weird that he actually listened to the song and fell in love and then liked it. Uh, for me, it was it came up fancy. Oh boy, friends in oh. low places again. Oh, I mean, poor girl. Uh, way, fancy if he ran if he ran in there listening to fancy and listening to those lyrics. Yeah. Uh, friends in low places, and before he cheats. Oh, a little Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I love it. I I love. You could also that. say poor guy in that one or poor girl in that one, depending on which way you looked at it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's. I, now that you say that, the only one of those songs that he's not coming out with a poor somebody is friends in low places. Well, poor guy, because don't they do a toast and you know it's at the wedding. It's a good point. Poor guy. Yeah. So he's got to pour somebody in every one of these songs. Right. But yeah, don't take the girl is a song that came up with what's the most country song there is. And you know, he also picked that because it was slow. I'm trying to think of, he asked me today if Jimmy Butler was our friend and was going into a game and he's like, look, my teammates are being jerks. I've got to play a, a country song. Man, I might go with a Morgan song. I think that's the one. Yeah. I might go, I might go with sand in my boots. Gonna, I might go with Sand in My Boots as my answer to the question, what's the most country song there is? 2023 edition. Boy, that's a, that. it feels like it would be a Morgan Wallen song. I just don't know which one it would be. I mean, you could... You what's could, the new one that sounds very, very... Oh, Everything I Love. Yeah. Doesn't that sound... Isn't oh, that very country sounding? So country sounding. Uh, yeah, that might be a really good one as well. But I think I'd, I might go Luke Combs. Luke Combs is going to hit you with that country sound. And so maybe you go with one of the Luke Combs songs. I'm trying to think who else I'd put on that list. But, yeah, it's that's a, that's a very fun game. Uh, text it in. What's the most country sounding? Do we want to say country sounding? What is it exactly? You just want to say I, country song there is. And it has to be a newer, right? So we've got the 90s right, we got and, that and mid-2000s yeah. covered. We've got that covered. But if you had to give someone a new song right now, What's the most country song there is? What's and, the and you want to do song? like like a two year window or yeah, so? Let's do even last like five that. years. Five years, okay. You know, and we'll even count those two years that felt like they didn't exist. <sighs> I remember those years. I read about them. Hey, they're yeah. <laughs> see if this one qualifies. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. It's Carlos and Kevin in the morning. <laughs> Kevin James. Arriba. Arriba. Andale, andale. Vamanos. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Slimmy. On the air at janekevin.com is where you can get your emails sent in. Good morning, guys. My husband and I have been kicking around the idea of getting a family dog. Our kids are between 8 and 4. We feel like they should be of the right age to learn some responsibility and caring for a pet. My sister told us that summer was the worst time to get a dog because schedules are all messed up with the kids out of school. What do you guys think? All right, so you can get a hold of us on the studio line. Call or text 509 441 
I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit in the fact that you and I uh, have schedules that were better in the summer because your dad was home and because my wife is home because yep. they're teachers. Yep. So that obviously would lend itself to being a better time. And it's also more fun to have to, uh, you know, constantly take a dog out and potty train it. If it's a puppy, I don't know if it's a puppy or not, but if it is, it's better to do that in the summer because you're not freezing. Yeah, I thought Lynn, Lynn had texted in a, a great theory I had not thought of. And the, or not theory, just statement that I had not thought of. Winter is the worst time to get a dog, she said. Potty training in the snow, oh, no bueno. No. Summer is a great time unless you have vacations planned, which is yeah. very understandable. The whole vacation thing, the whole leaving your house when you have a dog, that's very tough. Yeah, and then you're taking it where? And you're, you know, having it sleep where? Is it a family member? Is you're trying to go to a hotel that takes them? I mean, there, it's a lot. It's just more complicated. Some dogs don't travel well in cars. You know, there's a lot to think about. I would say this, if you, the only schedule that matters is the parent schedule, because you can't necessarily, I don't know if you've discovered this, Slim, but children you can't 100% rely on. Wild. It's uh, probably burst your bubble there, sorry. Wild. But, um, so yeah, your schedule is the only one that really matters, not whether your kids are in or out of school. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. It, I mean, I get I get the out-of-school thing to a little bit, but yeah, you're right. You need to make sure you've got the adult who's got the time because you're really doing the work. It will all come back to you because it has to come back to you eventually. In other words, if they don't, if they shirk their duties and you're like, well, dogs still has to be fed, so I guess that'll be me now because you went to play at your friends and I didn't realize you didn't feed the dog. Dog has to be fed, so now worry about your schedule, and if that works out, that's great. Is giving a dog... To your children. Is that a top three thing in life you can do, you can give your kids? Are you mean surprising or just going to pick one out and I doing all that? Either thing? way. Like, either way. I think okay. surprise would be the top of this. But I think in the life of all the things you're going to give your kids, and I, I didn't grow up a pet guy, so I right. have to take myself out of this. But I would say the majority of people like having a pet. And I always feel like you see, we want a pony or a dog. Right. God, yeah. I assume bringing the dog home to the kids who've been asking for a dog has to be a you will never forget it moment. Uh, well, especially for the kids. It, for us, we've done it multiple times, so I don't have as much of a memory of it as maybe yeah. the kids do. Because you know, like five dogs later, you go, "Oh, here's another dog." You know. But um, I do remember, like my son, he was had an availability. My youngest son to drive with us to pick a dog up at one point, and it was it was a very big thing That's for cool. him. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's pretty impactful. Well, I would I would like to double down on your getting the dog for the summer, and and we had said maybe I don't know where do we settle. It's a good we settle on it's a good time, right? I think it's be, here's the thing: if you're going to if whatever your schedule allows as the a grown up, yes, then that's great, and it is a way better time to train, as I think it was Lynn said on the text line, than the winter because the winter is miserable. It's cold. You don't want to keep going outside. Find a coat. Oh, didn't have time. Waited too long. You peed on the floor. I'm trying to figure out who I deserve to give, who I need to give this research credit to. I know it's in Oregon. Okay. It's a, I think it might be, it's either Oregon or Oregon State. Let's go with Oregon State because I believe that's, I believe that's correct. Did some research on the animals, the dogs. And when it comes to family, they put together a list of the top five dogs for a family. So this. To own? Yes. Okay. So this. This brings in not only just the dog part, it has a lot to do with the dogs that are best for that situation. Like you had mentioned where maybe there's vacations coming up. Right. Maybe there's 
the kids aren't as responsible. And so there's an hour or two where they were supposed to do something and it waits a little longer. Right. Ease of potty training, all that stuff. Here would be the five. Number five, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. That sounds like the most intricate dog ever. It also sounds very expensive and high maintenance, but maybe not. Maybe it's just one of those names. I don't know what that dog is. Portable size, they say, of a toy breed with the... What was it again? Uh, combine, it's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Okay, Combine yeah. the portable size of a toy breed with a verve, with the verve of a sporting one. Right. And you get these adorable and lively companions. Okay. That's number five. We got four better. A poodle, number four. Standard? Standard poodle. Wow, those are big. Okay. Many often discount the poodle due to its fashionable posh pooch stereotype. Whoa. But this couldn't be further from the truth. Originally bred as working dogs, poodles are super smart, have plenty of energy for playing with children, and are also also generally kind and well-mannered when provided with enough entertainment. There's still three better, though. Number three, a beagle. Wow. It looks cute. I'm going to tell you that. I'm looking at it right now. It's uh, not as cute as a bunny rabbit in the middle of the night or whatever it was Kevin saw, but <laughs> it's up there. It's, like, uh, the it's top, only the third cutest dog, though, just so you know. The top two dogs on the list for Morgan State, the best dog breeds for families. Okay. Number two, Golden Retriever. I mean, it's a classic. It's a classic. You're going to have hair everywhere. Yeah, that's the best part. Is Absolutely. It's just in all your food and everything. It's cool. Golden Retrievers are particularly wonderful companions for children. So they have their yeah. period. Period. Yeah, that's yeah, you can stop uh, they have there. A calming demeanor. Yeah. Calming demeanor. So great for kids. I feel like that's right. And number one. The Labrador Retriever. Yeah, it wins every no, list every time. It's, it's not it's even just, Lab- just put a Labrador Retriever on the top of every single list. I don't know what I don't know which Labrador Retriever got in with the right person. <laughs> But they, at some point, we have to challenge the fact that Labrador Retriever is wins every single list. Oh, you think that he, they, they have a fix? You think there's oh, a fix in this absolutely. deal? Absolutely. So you think it's the NBA playoffs? This script is going to be released soon enough on these Lab Retrievers. <laughs> Suddenly, there's like, oh, the Lab Retriever had pictures of that one Lab Retriever, and then next thing you knew, it was... Besides fitting into any family dynamic, they also excel at any activity you can think of. Hunting. Yeah. Show, dock diving, tracking, and obedience. I'll tell you this, that list, Oregon State, when it comes to the list of any activity you can think of, you successfully named five I've never thought of. (laughs) Like dock diving? Any (laughs) activity you can think of, dock diving. (laughs) I didn't know that that's on top of the list. Googling that here. I mean, it is very fun to watch the dog do it, but I don't know that you're thinking to yourself, which dog should we get? What's the best dock diver? And Jay. I have two kids under four. I've totally forgot of the activity of obedience. <laughs> Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Uh, uh, no. Oh, oh boy, dear. I think she's actually hurt. No, there. I think Kevin James. They cut my beard and forced me to eat it. The Jay and Kevin show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. You know, we really haven't had a cut my beard, force me to eat it kind of moment with the news lately. I mean, for quite a while. I feel like the news teams are slacking across the country. They need to get out and find those people again. 
Yeah, we got to get back to the silly stuff. I mean, what happened there? We were we were on a pretty good run. You know, we had the oh my, what was it? Oh sweet lord, it's a fire! Oh, what, oh, what was yeah. hers? We had that one. We had we had a bunch of them. And come on, news teams, get out there and do some fun stuff. Yeah. Oh lord, Jesus, there's a fire. That was what it was. <laughs> Love her. Sweet Brown, I think her name. Sweet was. Brown. <clears throat> sweet Brown was great. Oh wait, I got here. Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Yeah, there. Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Entertainment news is brought to you by the Colville Pro Rodeo. So, we're. I think it's going to happen this summer, Jay. I think we're going to get the story before the end of July that a country music artist is going to leave the stage of their concert. Uh, it really is starting to look like that. I think it's going to happen before the end of July. I just think it's between gonna, I the think throwing it's stuff and, then, and the. Crowd behavior. I, I, it's coming. So the latest was was Zach Bryan. And Zach Bryan had a show the other night in Albany, New York. And I guess Zach Bryan gives out guitars at his show. Yeah. Like he's, he, I mean, he even said, I guess they're a J5 is what the. Whatever that J45. is. J45. Mm-hmm. I give out, he said, I give J45s out at a lot of concerts. The problem with this, what happened at his concert was this. He was walking around in the crowd doing the fun thing that an artist does. And a gal tried to grab his guitar and yank it out of his hands. Which you can't what do are you that. Doing you I, cannot do that. And he said, "Hey, get her out of here!" And they escorted her out of the out of the venue. Got her out of there. And he was, I mean, he was kind of he was kind of ticked off. He said, "The one in my hands." He said, "I give J forty fives out of a lot of concerts. The one in my hands when this happened was mine, my sweet old gal." We've been everywhere together and written every song in the last few years together. That is very personal. That is your. That is one of your best friends that's, if you're an artist. Yeah, that's your heart and soul right there. Uh, he said, I don't mind people being respectful and trying to touch me or the guitar, but if you try to rip it out of my hands, I promise I'll rip you out of whatever venue we're at, respectfully, <laughs> of course. Great comment by Zach Bryan. Great comment. But I, I'm telling you, Jay, it's getting more and more... Over the line with every concert, people throwing beers at Morgan Wallen. I mean, it started. It's. I mean, it's not a. It's not unique, as in a, it just started, but it is getting worse. People getting in fights in the pit at the Cody Johnson show lately. Yep, knocking Someone a woman to, to the ground. Yeah, and, rip a guitar out of Cody John or out of uh, Zach Bryan's hands. There, we're gonna get the artist who's like, I don't feel safe right now. I'm out. Yeah, and, I think and what it's was the one sooner than later? What was the one after the Morgan Wallen one? There was one after that. Oh man, I can't remember what it was. It was another one where somebody threw something. Gosh dang, I wish I could remember what that was. But that was like the that, this is like the fourth one in you know maybe like five weeks. Yeah, and it's just a bad run, and it just needs to stop. And I guess the only way to stop it is to do what they're doing, which is immediately kick them out. Totally. And I and if there if it happens around you, you should be the person who's pointing them out, because I know some people are like, well, God, I don't want to be that. No, you need to be that. That's that's unacceptable. I don't know why people feel like I bought a ticket, so now I can just act like a crazy person. Yeah, I don't understand why you feel entitled to act differently than you would in just like a normal setting with normal people. I believe it's going to be. Episode 10, season three of Ted Lasso, you're going to want to watch. I can play none of it for you because it's a Roy Kent quote. <laughs> okay. And Roy Kent talks about the fans buying a ticket and feeling, oh, feeling that's like they can right. say whatever they want to the, the 
athletes. That's right. He does. He he um, spices it up a bit. Yeah, uh, uh, we've got the texters coming in. Kane Brown got a shoe to the crotch. Someone okay. threw a boot at him. That's it, and got him got him right there. Yes, that's what it was. So thank you, thank you, texters. But that uh, Jay. It's just going to lead to an artist walking off the stage and saying, I'm not doing it. I don't feel safe. I'm sorry. We're out. And they're going to put it on the doggone tickets. And when you buy a ticket, it's going to be part of it. How will you How will you feel about that when that happens? I'm going to be really bummed out. And are you, But are you going to be pro-artist on that? or pro are artist. you going to? Yeah. I mean. Now, would it be different if you were at the concert? Well, that's how I, I put myself in the shoes of if my favorite band is playing. Right. And this happens, I will be so devastated. But I also get it. I also get it. If your safety, if you, if your safety is challenged, I understand. I understand in today's day and age, wanting to get the heck out of there. Especially if you're one who's already had a couple of those, and you're just done. You're yeah. just like I. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm tired of the fact that I can't just come out here. I'm other, and it's unfair to the person who's just there watching the show. Yes. It really is. But I don't know what you're supposed to do when people are throwing things at you. In some sort of well, oh no, who who had the cell phone one? It oh, who the heck? Somebody was that? had a cell phone thrown at oh, him too. Jay, who the heck was that? Yeah, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. We've got to be better in the crowd. We just have to be better in the crowd. And so that's I mean that the latest from Zach Bryan. I thought he was very funny with how he dealt with I it. I thought that was great. I, I thought he was ripped very out clever. of whatever. Yeah, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Throw that at Man, the end. You, you do not get it. those musicians and their instruments. I don't know that there is an analogy I have that a bond that someone like you or me or someone who's working in an office right now, I don't think we have a bond no. with anything in our workplace Mm-mm. like a musician has with their instrument. I just don't no. think there is. No. It's I mean, I, so personal. Like taking my, probably be like taking my PS5. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I just wanted you to know. <laughs> Kevin James. I'm sure they're going, guys, you might want to check that. I'm not sure the shameless one was even me. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. A couple more chances at those Jurassic World tickets for tomorrow night. We've got that for you on the way. And coming up in 35 minutes, it's at 820 this morning, we'll give you $100. Fill up your tank. It's a free fuel fill-up for the month of June. So we have it at 820 this morning and 420 this afternoon. But right now, guys, let's go. We've got email. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email. I might have to... Crapped an email of my own at some point and send it in. Ooh. But we've got to get to these ones first because I told Cammy and Ryan we would get to their emails today. And so let's get to them. Uh, Jay, do you have the Am I Normal thing ready? I can't. Uh, you don't yeah. because I didn't tell you. I was going to tell you and then I didn't. <laughs> I got caught talking to our buddy Sam about yeah. video games, which I know you really appreciate. I do love that kind of conversation a, a at all costs. Big video game comes out next week. Normal people. <laughs> More normal. Normal. <laughs> normal. <laughs> A big video game comes out next week, so he and I are going to be having a lot of discussions over the next week. Uh, you guys were talking a language yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah, I apologize for that. That's just going to be the thing, though. It's it's a big one. So, Cammy had this this email come in on the air, jankevin.com. Hey, guys, I know you guys do that am I normal 
thing sometimes. Yeah, for sure. There it was. You heard it. Mm-hmm. My husband says I'm crazy, but I love, which by the way, husband. Brave. What are you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> Let me read that again. My ex-husband says there. I'm crazy. No, my husband says I'm crazy, but I love going to home showings on the weekends, even though I have zero intention in buying a house right now. Mm. Do other people do this? Help me prove my husband wrong. Love you, Peter. That's from Cami. So shout out to Peter. Hey, Peter, we're going to get into this home showing thing. I'm just going to get out in front of this for all men. We don't need to be doing the, my husband says I'm crazy. Yeah, that's. Uh, I get it. You feel like you're in a good spot right now, bud. Yeah, tread lightly. Like she put a love you, Peter, at the end of the email, which means everything's going good. But that is a. Oh, man, my husband <laughs> says I'm crazy, but I love going to home shows. Yeah, dude, that's going to end terribly for you. Jay, are you or Denise or both of you or neither of you into going to home showings? Uh, no. The only time I think that that would happen is if it was like in your neighborhood. Like maybe you go for walks and you see a particular house and it goes up for sale. And you're like, oh, I'm kind of curious what that looks like or, you know, or a direct neighbor. You might be interested to see what it looks like because, yeah. you know, sometimes you live next to somebody you've never seen the inside of their house. I think that's pretty common. But I just like, you know, making a weekend of it. I don't know that that's super normal. My, my I see now my Unless cousin- maybe are you just nosy or maybe does she have a career that she can use what she sees, you know, to kind of copy? Well, I'm curious about that. My, my cousin, Zach, who came to the food drive and then tried to race and then fell. Oh, and that's went right. Shock oh, gosh. Oh, wild. My cousin, Zach, and his wife. They do this, but I wonder if it's different because they are reno- were renovating their home. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they were like going to these home showings looking for ideas. Yeah, I think that's that part. I think is actually really normal. Like, oh, I like how this looks in the kitchen. We're redoing our kitchen. Yep. I'm still in shock from when I tripped and fell in the parking lot at the food drive, <laughs> and so all of that. Now my wife is crazy, and she loves this Whoa, kind of stuff. I think lightly. I, I think, think that if I offered my wife this weekend, hey babe, we are. I'm going to spend the day. Going to home showings with you, she would be thrilled about it, and I don't know why. Well, I don't know why. Is your my wife? Oh gosh, how am I going to say this? She always wants to buy a house, so okay. But is your wife? Uh, I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to probably regret it. Is your wife kind of a nosy person? Is my wife a nosy person? So let me see. I already called her crazy. Yeah. And now you want me to double down? Yes, she absolutely is. That's why we watch a lot of reality TV. In fact, all you folks out there who are in on the drama, she got me into Vanderpump Rules. Oh, so boy. now I'm in. Mm. I'm all in. She got me into it last night. She knew. She goes, maybe we watch a little bit of it on TV. I'm like, well, can I have my phone out so I can read like some articles? I had some NBA finals articles. And she knew. That as the show went on, uh-huh. even though I was on my phone trying to distract myself, right. I had my phone put away by the second our, uh, the second episode. I'm like, okay, who is Sheena and why is she crazy? I mean, I, I know. They're very- is, I'm like, Tom is wild. That guy is shady. He's a dog. <laughs> I'm involved now. Gosh dang but it, she's a little. We're a little nosy at the Widmer House. We right. like our reality TV. We're a little nosy. It's the people who love to- Dive into social media, you get dig into people's lives. Then you watch reality TV. Now I want to go into your house. And and Jax, Jax is going through it right now. Where we're at, I please stop. Jax is like 
he can't get over this chick. Mm-hmm. There's this girl, I think Stace, Stacy is her name. Stacy. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know what I don't know what her name is. I just know, man, they are going through it right now. Potato, My potato, Stacy, Stacy. Boston John. Hey, good morning, guys. Buddy. What you ought to do is just say, "Honey, I'd love to go watch these houses, but now you got to watch NBA games for the next three months." <laughs> hey, John. My wife right now feels like she has seen more basketball in the yeah. last three months than anything in the history of her life. I might owe her one weekend of that because you make a good point. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. John thinks the basketball season is like three months. I mean, <laughs> they've well, been no, watching basketball since September. Well, yeah, two playoffs, John. That's a good point. Yeah, well, that's all we care about is playoffs. When I, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, when I when I mentioned that the NBA finals start tonight, my my wife was like. The final finals, because you've said the word finals. Yeah, yeah, right. You said the word finals a lot. It's like, well, those were Eastern Conference finals. She's like, I need it. Is it final finals or is there more finals after the final finals? That's hilarious. My wife does the same thing. She's like, well, it's just how many teams are left? So are these the only two or is it these two? Then they play with the winner of the other two. I'm like, no, tonight's the only two. So this is it. All you have to do is tell tell her that it's not going to go into July. (laughs) Right. Good point. That's a good point. Okay. Thanks, John. Thank you for the email. I promised Ryan we would get to his today. We will get to it just after nine o'clock. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Let me 